Hello, this is Kelly McGee, and it is October 2nd, 2020, and we're doing the Genesis study, Secrets Revealed, with Rob Skiba. With Abram, uh, we ended on my show by saying, uh, since I read from Genesis chapter 12 in the King James, that you were going to read from Genesis 12 in the Targum. In the Targum, right. And then I'll pick up in the Joshua account, which parallels what you read in the writings of Abraham. Okay. All right. Um, Let me go ahead and share screen here. I can remember how to do that. Uh, It's on the lower, the bottom of the screen of of the Skype. Is that three dots? It's to the left of three dots. Three dots or more. Of course, it may be in three dots, depending on your screen. Hmm. But it's down the bottom. It's a share screen. Oh, okay. Here we go. All right. All right. The All right. Chapter 12 of the... Aramaic Targum. And the Lord said to Abram, Go thou from thy land, separate thyself from thy kindred, go forth from the house of thy father, go into the land which I will show thee, and I will make thee a great people, and I will bless thee, and magnify thy name, and thou shalt be blessed. Jerusalem, and I will constitute thee a great people, and I will bless thee. And Abram shall be strengthened with many blessings. And I will bless the priests who will spread forth their hands in prayer and bless thy sons. And Biliam, who will curse them, I will curse. And they shall slay him with the mouth of the sword. And in thee shall be blessed all the generations of the earth. Jerusalem. And I will bless him who blesseth thee, and he who curseth thee shall be accursed, and in thy righteousness shall all the generations of the earth be blessed. And Abram went according as the Lord had spoken with him, and Lot went with him. And Abram was the son of seventy and five years at his going forth from Haran. And Abram took Sarah his wife, and Lot his brother's son, and all the substance which they had acquired, and the souls whom they had proselytized in Haran, and went forth to go to the land of Canaan, and they came to the land of Canaan, Jerusalem, and the souls of the proselytes. And Abram passed through the land unto the place of Shechem, unto the plain which had been showed, Jerusalem, the plain or valley of vision, which that's interesting, that's also mentioned in the writings of Abraham as well. And the Canaanites were then in the land, for the time had not yet come that the sons of Israel should possess it. And the Lord was revealed unto Abram and said, To thy sons will I give this land. And he built it there an altar before the Lord, who was revealed to him. And he went up from thence to a mountain which was eastward of Bethel, 
and outspread his tent, having Bethel on the west and Ai on the east. And he built it there, an altar before the Lord, and prayed in the name of the Lord. And Abram migrated, going and migrating unto the south. And there was a famine in the land, and Abram went down into Mithraim to be a dweller there, because the famine was strong in the land. And it was as he approached to enter the limit of Mizraim, and they had come to the river, and were uncovering their flesh to pass over, that Abraham said to Sarah, his wife, Behold, until this I have not beheld thy flesh, but now I know that thou art a woman of fair aspect. It will be, therefore, when the Mizraim see thee and view thy beauty, that they will say, This is his wife and they will kill me, and thee will keep alive. Say, I pray, that thou art my sister, that it may be well with me for thy sake, and that my life may be spared on thy account. And it was when Abram had entered Mizraim, the Mizraim saw the woman to be very fair, and the princess of Pharaoh beheld her, and praised her to Pharaoh, and the woman was conducted to the royal house of Pharaoh in Jerusalem, and the woman was conducted to the palace of Pharaoh. And Pharaoh did good to Abram for her sake, and he had sheep and oxen and asses and servants and handmaids and she-asses and camels. And the word of the Lord sent great plagues against Pharaoh and the men of his house in account of Sarah. Abram's wife and Pharaoh called Abram and said what is this that the house done to me why sayest thou she is my sister when I would take her to me to wife plagues were at once sent against me and I went not unto her and now behold thy wife take her and go and Pharaoh commanded men concerning him and they led him forth and his wife and all that he had. Very good. So that uh, that's the Targum version of Genesis 12, correct? Right. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. All right. Um, let me switch over here then to Joshua. And we left off in Joshua chapter 10, if memory serves, is where I need to pick up. So there may be a little bit of catch-up to do in the story before we get through the fire this, furnace part. This guy yeah. is making a okay, movie Joshua chapter some 10. of these. Uh, and Peleg, the son of Eber, died in those days in the 48th year He's already of the life of Abram, son of Terah. And all the days of Peleg were 239 years. And when the Lord had scattered the sons of men on account of their sin at the tower, behold... They spread forth into many divisions, and all the sons of men were dispersed into the four corners of the earth. And all the families became, each according to its language, its land or its city. And the sons of men built many cities according to their families in all the places where they went and throughout the earth where the Lord had scattered them. And some of them built cities in places from which they were afterward extirpated. And they called these cities after their own names or the names of their children or after their particular occurrences. 
and the sons of Japheth, the sons of Noah, went and built themselves cities in the places where they were scattered. And they called all their cities after their names, and the sons of Japheth were divided upon the face of the earth into many divisions and languages. And these are the sons of Japheth according to their families, Gomer, Magog, Midiai, Javon, Tubal, Meshach, and Tiras. These are the children of Japheth according to their generations. And the children of Gomer, according to their cities, were Francum, who dwell in the land of Franza. I guess that's France, it sounds like to me. By the river of Franza, by the river Sina. And uh, Dr. Ken Johnson really goes into some elaboration on this for people who are interested. He really breaks all this down and shows who went where and when in his book, Ancient Post-Flood History. That's by Dr. Ken Johnson of uh, his website's biblefacts.org. So you can check that out if you want to go into more detail. And the children of Raphath are the Bartonim, who dwell in the land of Bartonia by the river Lida, which empties its waters in the great sea Gihon, that is Oceanus. Ah, so that's interesting, because uh, I have talked about before it, that the, in the Joshua account, it says the, re, the river Gihon had created a pre-flood flood. Before the flood of Noah, uh, Gihon had overflowed and flooded a third of the land of Eden, which, if my right. calculations are correct, that's the Mediterranean Sea. You could create a pie chart, and a third of that pie chart um, is the Mediterranean Sea. And I believe after the flood of Noah, um, what was left of the river that was Gion was submerged, and that's why it's the springs of Gion that went underneath the temple. And I think they were submerged under the land of Canaan, but popped back up again uh, in Egypt. And I believe that the, what we now call the Nile is the southern portion of the, the Gion River. But I've never seen, I, I, didn't, I must have read over this before, but it's talking about in the Great Sea, Gion, that is Oceanus, which I'm pretty sure is a reference to the Mediterranean Sea here. Very interesting. Uh, yeah, cool stuff. And the children of T Tugarma are ten families, and these are their names. Buzar, Parzanak, Balgar, Elikanum, Ragbib, Tarki, Bid, Zubik, Ungal, and... Tilmaz. Til oh my gosh. We're already at break. Uh, Alright, we'll be right Save back. Saved by the bell. Yeah. <laughs> Censorship and regulation is becoming an ever-growing problem in today's modern media. From the mainstream to YouTube and Google, the information you're looking for is buried by official narratives and propaganda. This is why TFR is 100% uncensored, unregulated, and listener-supported. The shows on TFR are not micromanaged by the station, and our hosts are free to speak their minds however they please. As such, the views and opinions expressed on our station are of those who make them. If you happen to hear anything offensive on TFR, please send us an email to toughtitty at tfrlive.com and we'll be happy to tell you that we really don't give a damn. We stand for freedom of speech and non-censorship. If you also stand, also stand free speech, you can go to tfrlive.com slash sign up and sign up for a TFR supporter pass and help us in our mission to keep the airwaves uncensored and unregulated. TFR Live. 
your uncensored and unregulated protection from deception. giant with a giant outbreak. I'm Lisa Lacerra, Fox News. One of the companies people relied on during the height of lockdowns with details on how the virus impacted its workforce. Amazon sent more than 19,000 of its workers out of the 1.3 million people it employs, including at its Whole Foods market, have tested positive for COVID-19 or are presumed to have had the virus. Amazon said the number is far lower than expected given the infection rate for the general population. The online retailer has been under pressure from labor advocates to close warehouses with outbreaks. Amazon instead has kept facilities, facilities, facilities open to the surge in demand from shoppers, adding temperature checks, social distancing software, and other procedures to keep staffers safe. Amazon also expects to ramp up testing 50,000 U.S. workers per day for the virus by November. Hilary Barsky, Fox News. The House has passed a $2.2 trillion coronavirus relief package, though it will likely die in the Senate. Look, I'd like to get another rescue package. I think there's more that needs to be done for the economy. But it's important to remember, we already now have a depth the size of our economy for the first time since World War II. This has got to stop unless it's narrowly targeted at the problem. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, says she will continue to work with Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin on a compromise plan. President Trump's advisor, Holt Hicks, has tested positive for COVID-19, according to an administration official. Hicks traveled with the president aboard Air Force One Tuesday to the debate in Cleveland at yesterday's rally in Minnesota. Two men described as conservative activists charged with multiple felonies in Michigan after authorities say they placed a series of robocalls to try to convince people in Detroit and other cities to not vote by mail. America is listening to Fox News. second hour and as per usual the time is flying by so yeah i'll turn it back over to you rob so you can finish up okay yeah i got stuck with all the names (laughs) (laughs) right (laughs) oh boy here we go all right uh picking up where i left off there talking about tilmaz all these spread and rest in the north and built themselves cities and they called their cities after their own names those are they who abide by the rivers Hithla and Italac unto this day. I'm supposing that might have something to do with Italy, maybe. But the families of Angoli, Balgar, and Parzanac, they dwell by the great river Dubni, 
and the names of their cities are also according to their own names. And the children of Javan are the Javanim, who dwell in the land of Macedonia, and the children of Mediar are the Orlum that dwell in the land of Kurson, and the children of Tubal are those that dwell in the land of Tuscana by the river Pisia. And the children of Meshach are Shishbajni, and the children of Tiras are Rashash, Kushni, and Angolis. All these went and built city, themselves cities. Those are the cities that are situated by the sea Jabus, by the river Kura, which empties itself in the river Tragan. And the children of Elisha are the Almanim, and they also went and built themselves cities. Those are the cities situated between the mountains of Job and Shabathmo, and of them were the people of Lombardi, who dwell opposite the mountains of Job and Shabathmo, and they conquered the land of Italia and remained there unto this day. And the children of Chittim are the Romim, who dwell in the valley of Canopia by the river Tibrio, and the children of Dudonim. Uh, Dudonim. I wonder if that's similar to the uh, uh, Dudiel, where Azazel is. Dudonim. Good, yeah. Dudonim. I wonder if there's any kind of uh, beyond a linguistic tie. I wonder if there's an actual tie there. Um, they dwell in the cities of the Sea of Gihon, in the land of Bordna. These are the families of the children of Japheth, according to their cities and languages, when they were scattered after the tower, and they called their cities after their names and occurrences, and these are the names of all their cities according to their families, which they built in those days after the tower. And the children of Ham were Cush, Mitzrayim, Put, and Canaan, according to their generation and cities. And these went and built themselves cities, and they found fit places for them, and they called their cities after the names of their fathers, Cush, Mitzrayim, Put, and Canaan. And the children of Mitzrayim are the Ludim, Anamim, Lahabim, Naphtuchim, Pathrusim, Kasluchim, and Kafturim, seven families. All these dwell by the river Sihor, that is the brook of Egypt, and they built themselves cities and called them after their own names. And the children of Pathros and Kaslok intermarried together, and from them went forth the Pelistim, the Azathim, and the Gerarim, the Githim, and the Ekronim. In all five families, these also built themselves cities, and they called their cities after the names of their fathers unto this day. And the children of Canaan also built themselves cities, and they called their cities after their names, eleven cities and others without number. And four men from the family of Ham went to the land of the plain. These are the names of the four men, Sodom, Gomorrah, Adma and Zeboim. Ah, that's interesting. That the, the, those were named after children of Ham. Mm-hmm. I never picked up on that before. And these men built themselves four cities in the land of the plain, and they called the names of their cities after their own names. And they and their children, all belonging to them, dwelt in those cities, and they were fruitful and multiplied greatly, and dwelt peaceably. And Seir, the son of Hur, son of Havi, son of Canaan, went and found a valley opposite to Mount Paran, and he built a city there. And he and his seven sons and his household dwelt there, and he called the city which he built Seir. 
according to his name. That is the land of Seir unto this day. And these are the families of the children of Ham, according to their languages and cities, when they were scattered to their countries after the tower. And some of the children of Shem, son of Noah, father of the children of Eber, also went and built themselves cities in the places wherein they were scattered, and they called their cities after their names. And the sons of Shem were Elam, Asher, Arphaxed, Lud, and Aram. And they built themselves cities and called the names of all their cities after their names. And Asher, son of Shem, and his children and household went forth at that time, a very large body of them. And they went to a distant land that they found, and they met with a very extensive valley in the land that they went to. And they built themselves four cities, and they called them after their own names and occurrences. And these are the names of the cities which the children of Asher built, Nineveh, Resen, Kalak, and Rehobothar. And the children of Asher dwell there unto this day. And the children of Aram also went and built themselves a city, and they called the name of the city Uz after their eldest brother, and they dwell therein. That is the city of Uz to this day. And in the second year after the tower, a man from the house of Asher, whose name is Bela, went from the land of Nineveh to sojourn with his household wherever he could find a place. And they came until opposite the cities of the plain against Sodom, and they dwelt there. And the man rose up and built there a small city, and called its name Bela, after his name. That is the land of Zoar unto this day. And these are the families of the children of Shem, according to their language and cities, after they were scattered upon the earth after the tower. And every kingdom, city, and family of the families of the children of Noah built themselves many cities after this. And they established governments in all their cities in order to be regulated by their orders. So did all the families of the children of Noah forever. Chapter 11. And Noah, or excuse me, and Nimrod, son of Cush, was still in the land of Shinar. And he reigned over it and dwelt there. And he built cities in the land of Shinar. And these are the names of the four cities which he built. And he called their names after the occurrences that happened to them in the building of the tower. He called the first Babel, saying, Because the Lord there confounded the language of the whole earth, and the name of the second he called Erech, because from there God dispersed them. And the third he called Echad, saying, There was a great battle in that place. And the fourth he called Kalna, because his princes and mighty men were consumed there, and they vexed the Lord. They rebelled and transgressed against him. And when Nimrod had built these cities in the land of Shinar, he placed in them the remainder of his people, his princes, and his mighty men that were left in his kingdom. And Nimrod dwelt in Babel, and there renewed his reign over the rest of his subjects, and he reigned securely. And the subjects and princes of Nimrod called his name Amraphel, saying that the tower and princes and men fell through this means. And if memory serve, Amraphel, uh, it means... Um, Sayer of Darkness or Dark Sayer, something like that. I'll have to, have to look it up. Very interesting. I think that's what the what that name means. So um, he's the Amraphel of the Genesis 14 war. Um, and notwithstanding this, Nimrod did not return to the Lord, and he continued in wickedness and teaching wickedness to the sons of men. And Mardon, his son, was worse than his father, and continued to add to the abominations of his father. And he called the sons of men to sin. Therefore, it is said, from the wicked goeth forth wickedness. At that time, there was war between the families of the children of Ham, and they were dwelling in the cities which they had built. And Keter-Lotmar, king of Elam, went away from the families of the children of Ham, and he fought with them 
and he subdued them. And he went to the five cities of the plain, and he fought against them, and he subdued them, and they were under his control. And they served him twelve years, and they gave him a yearly tax. At that time died Nahor, son of Serug, in the forty-ninth year of the life of Abram, son of Terah. And in the fiftieth year of the life of Abram, son of Terah, Abram came forth from the house of Noah and went to his father's house. Abram knew the Lord, and he went in his ways and instructions, and the Lord his God was with him. And Terah, his father, was in those days still captive of the host of King Nimrod, and he did, and he still followed strange gods. And Abram came to his father's house and saw twelve gods. For i got to pause here and say that... Um, uh, at the Tower of Babel, when the languages were, when the people were dispersed into different languages, mm-hmm. Abram was still in the house of Noah and Shem during that event. Mm-hmm. So I am of the opinion, this is just my opinion, but I'm of the opinion that Abraham, or Abram at the time, was allotted the, the tongue of Hebrew, uh, along with Noah and Shem, who just retained it yes. from you know pre-flood. And so he was preserved in the Hebrew Whereas Terah and Nimrod and everybody else likely spoke some kind of Chaldean language mm-hmm. of some sort. Uh, just kind of a passing observation there. Uh, yeah, when that was he actually mentioned in the, the yes, book of Jubilees. Of the Bible. Yes. Yeah. And Terah, his father, was in those days still captive the host of King Nimrod, and he still amazing. followed strange gods. And Abram came to his father's house and saw twelve gods standing on. there in their temples. And the anger of Abram was kindled when he there saw these images in his father's house. And Abram said, As you the Lord liveth, these images church, shall not remain you know, in my father's house. So shall the time. Lord who created me do unto me, if in three days' time I do not break them all. And Abram went from them, and his anger burned within him. And Abram hastened and went from the chamber of his father's outer court. And he found his father sitting in the court and all his servants with him. And Abram came and sat before him. And Abram asked his father, saying, Father, Tell me where is God who created heaven and earth and all the sons of men upon earth and who created thee and me? And Terah answered his son Abram and said, Behold, those who created us are all with us in the house. And Abram said to his father, My Lord, show them to me, I pray thee. And Terah brought Abram into the chamber of the inner court. And Abram saw, and behold, the whole room was full of gods of wood and stone, twelve great images and others less than they without number. And Terah said to his son, Behold, these are they which made all thou seest upon earth, and which created me and thee and all mankind. And Terah bowed before his gods, and he then went away from them, and Abram his son went away with him. And when Abram had gone from them, he went to his mother and sat before her, and he said to his mother, Behold, my father has shown me those who made heaven and earth, and all the sons of men. Now therefore hasten and fetch a kid from the flock and make it of it savory meat that I may bring it to my father's gods as an offering to them to eat. Perhaps I may thereby become acceptable to them. And his mother did so and she fetched a kid and made a savory meat thereof and brought it to Abram. And Abram took the savory meat from his mother and brought it before his father's gods. And he drew nigh to them that they might eat. And Terah his father did not know of it. And Abram saw on the day when he was sitting amongst them, that they had no voice, they had no hearing, no motion, and not one of them could stretch forth his hand to eat. And Abram mocked them and said, Surely the savory meat that I prepared was not pleasing, has not pleased them, or perhaps it was too little for them, and for that reason they would not eat. 
Therefore, tomorrow I will prepare savory meat, better and more plentiful than this, in order that I may see the result. And it was on the next day that Abram directed his mother concerning the savory meat. And his mother rose and fetched three fine kids from the flock, and she made of them excellent savory meat, such as her son was fond of. And she gave it to her son, Abram, and Terah, his father, did not know of it. And Abram took the savory meat from his mother and brought it before his father's gods into the chamber. And he came nigh unto them that they might eat. And he placed it before them. And Abram sat before them all day, thinking perhaps they might eat. And Abram viewed them, and behold, they had neither voice, nor hearing, nor did one of them stretch forth his hand to eat. To the meat to eat, and in the evening part. of that day, in that house, Abram was clothed with the spirit of God, and he called out and said, "Woe unto my father and this wicked generation, whose hearts are all inclined to vanity, who serve the gods, or serve the idols of wood and stone, which can neither eat, smell, hear, nor speak, who have mouths without speech, eyes without sight, ears without hearing, hands without feeling, and legs which cannot move. Like them are those that made them." and that trust in them. And when Abram saw all these things, his anger was kindled against his father, and he hastened and took a hatchet in his hand and came unto the chamber of the gods, and he broke all his father's gods. And when he had done breaking the images, he placed the hatchet in the hand of the great god which was there before them. And he went out, and Terah his father came home, for he had heard at the door the sound of the striking of the hatchet. So Terah came into the house to know what this was about. And Terah, having heard the noise of the hatchet in the room of images, ran to the room to the, Im- to the images, and he met Abram going out. And Terah entered the room, and found all the idols fallen down and broken, and the hatchet in the hand of the largest, which was not broken. And the savory meat which Abram his son had made was still before them. And when Terah saw this, his anger was greatly kindled, and he hastened and went from the room to Abram. And he found Abram his son still sitting in the house, and he said to him, What is this thou hast done to my gods? And Abram answered Terah his father and said, Not so, my lord, for I brought savory meat before them, and when I came nigh to them with the meat that they might eat, they all at once stretched forth their hands to eat before the great one had put forth his hand to eat. And the large one saw their works that they did before him, and his anger was violently kindled against them, and he went and took the hatchet that was in the house and came to them and broke them all. And behold, the hatchet is yet in his hand, as thou seest. And Terah's anger was kindled against his son, Abram, when he spoke this. And Terah said to Abram, his son, in his anger, What is this tale that thou hast told? Thou speakest lies to me. Is there in these gods spirit, soul, or power to do all thou hast told me? Are they not wood and stone? And have I not myself made them? And canst thou speak such lies? saying that the large god that was with them smote them? It is thou that didst place the hatchet in his hands, and then saith he smote them all. And Abram answered his father and said to him, And how canst thou then serve these idols, in whom there is no power to do anything? Can those idols in which thou trustest deliver thee? Can they hear thy prayers when thou callest upon them? Can they deliver thee from the hands of thy enemies? Or will they fight thy battles for thee against thy enemies? that thou shouldest serve wood and stone, which can neither speak nor hear? And now surely it is not good for thee, nor for the sons of men that are connected with thee, to do these things. Are you so silly, so foolish, or so short of understanding that you will serve wood and stone, and do after this manner? 
and forget the Lord God who made heaven and earth and who created you in the earth and thereby bring a great evil upon your souls in this matter, matter by serving stone and wood? Did not our fathers in days of old sin in this matter? And the Lord God of the universe brought the waters of the flood upon them and destroyed the whole earth? And how can you continue to do this and serve gods of wood and stone who cannot hear or speak or deliver from oppression? thereby bringing down the anger of God of the universe upon you? Now therefore, my father, refrain from this and bring not evil upon thy soul and the souls of thy household. And Abram hastened and sprang from before his father and took the hatchet from his father's largest idol with which Abram broke it and ran away. And Terah, seeing all that Abram had done, hastened to go from his house and he went to the king and he came before Nimrod and stood before him and he bowed down to the king and the king said, what dost thou want? And he said, I beseech thee, my Lord, to hear me. Now fifty years back a child was born to me, and thus has he done to my gods, and thus has he spoken. And now, therefore, my Lord and King, spend, send for him that he may come before thee and judge him according to the law, that we may be delivered from his evil. And the king sent three men of his servants, and they went and brought Abram before the king. And Nimrod and all his princes and servants were that day sitting before him, and Terah sat also before them. And the king said to Abram, What is this that thou hast done to thy father and to his gods? And Abram answered the king in the words that he spoke to his father, and he said, The large god that was with them in the house did to them what thou hast heard. And the king said to Abram, Had they power to speak and eat and do as thou hast said? And Abram answered the king, saying, And if there be no power in them, why dost thou serve them and cause the sons of men to err through their, thy follies? Dost thou imagine that they can deliver thee or do anything small or great that thou shouldst serve them? And why wilt thou not sense the God of the whole universe who created thee and in whose power it is to kill and keep alive? O foolish, simple, and ignorant king, woe unto thee forever! I thought thou wouldst teach thy servants the upright way, but thou hast not done this, but hast filled the whole earth with thy sins and the sins of thy people who have followed thy ways. Dost thou not know, or hast thou not heard, that this evil which thou doest, our ancestors sinned therein in days of old, and the eternal God brought the waters of the flood upon them and destroyed them all, and also destroyed the whole earth on their account? And wilt thou and thy people rise up now and do like unto this work in order to bring down the anger of the Lord God of the universe and to bring evil upon thee and the whole earth? Now therefore put away this evil deed which thou doest and serve the God of the universe as thy soul is in his hands and then it will be well with thee. And if thy wicked heart will not hearken to my words to cause thee forsake thy ways, thy evil ways and to serve the eternal God then wilt thou die in shame in the latter days, thou, thy people, and all who are connected with thee, hearing thy words, or walking in thy evil ways. And when Abram had ceased speaking before the king and princes, Abram lifted up his eyes to the heavens, and he said, The Lord seeth all the wicked, and he will judge them. I might have time to keep going here in chapter 12. Um, and when the king heard the words of Abram, he ordered him to be put into prison. And Abram was ten days in prison. And at the end of those days, the king ordered that all the kings, princes, and governors of different provinces and sages should come before him. And they sat before him, and Abram was still in the house of confinement. 
And the king said to the princes and sages, Have you heard what Abram the son of Terah has done to his father? Thus has he done to him. And I ordered him to be brought before me, and thus has he spoken. His heart did not misgive him, neither did he stir in my presence. And behold, now he is confined in the prison. And therefore decide what judgment is due to this man who reviled the king, who spoke and did all the things that you heard. And they all answered the king, saying, The man who revileth the king should be hanged upon a tree. But having done all the things that he said, and having despised our gods, he must therefore be burned to death. For this is the law in this matter. And it pleases the king to do this. If it pleases the king to do this, let him order his servants to kindle the fire both night and day in thy brick furnace, and then we will cast this man into it. And the king did so, and he commanded his servants that they should prepare a fire for three days and three nights in the king's furnace. That is in casting. And the king ordered them to take Abram from prison and bring him out to be burned. And all the king's servants, princes, lords, governors, and judges, and all the inhabitants of the land, about 900,000 men, stood opposite the furnace to see Abram. And all the women and little ones crowded upon the roofs and towers to see what was going, what, what, what was doing with Abram. And they all stood together at a distance, and there was not a man left that did not come on that day to behold the scene. And when Abram was come, the conjurers of the king and the sages saw Abram, and they cried out to the king, saying, O oh, sovereign lord, surely this is the man whom we know to have been the child at whose birth the great star swallowed the four stars, which we declared to the king about fifty years since. And behold, now his father has also transgressed thy commands, and mocked thee by bringing thee another child, which thou didst kill. And when the king heard their words, he was exceedingly wroth, and he ordered Terah to be brought before him. And the king said, Hast thou heard what the conjurers have spoken? Now, tell me truly, how didst thou, and if thou shalt speak truth, thou shalt be acquitted. And seeing that the king's anger was so much kindled, Terah said to the king, My lord and king, thou hast heard the truth, and what the sages have spoken is right. And the king said, How couldst thou do this thing? to transgress my orders and to give me a child that thou didst not beget and to take value for him and Terah answered the king because my tender feelings were excited for my son at that time and I took a son of my handmaid and I brought him to the king and the king said who advised thee to do to this tell me do not hide aught from me and then thou shalt not die and Terah was greatly terrified in the king's presence and he said to the king it was Haran, my eldest son, who advised me to this. And Haran was in those days that Abram was born, two and thirty years old. But Haran did not advise his father to anything. For Terah said this to the king in order to deliver his soul from the king. For he feared greatly. And the king said to Terah, Haran, thy son, who advised thee to this, shall die through fire with Abram. For the sentence of death is upon him, for having rebelled against the king's desire in doing this thing. And Haran at that time felt inclined to follow the ways of Abram, but he kept it within himself. And Haran said in his heart, Behold, now the king has seized Abram on account of these things which Abram did. And it shall come to pass that if Abram prevail over the king, I will follow him. But if the king prevail, I will go after the king. And when Terah had spoken this to the king concerning Haran his son, the king ordered Haran to be seized with Abram. And they brought them both, Abram and Haran his brother, cast them into the fire. And all the inhabitants of the land and the king's servants and princes and all the women and little ones were there standing that day over them. And the king's servants took Abram and his brother and they stripped them from of 
stripped them of all their clothes, excepting their lower garments, which were upon them. And they bound their hands and feet with linen cords. And the servants of the king lifted them up and cast them both into the furnace. And the Lord loved Abram, and he had compassion over him. And the Lord came down and delivered Abram from the fire, and he was not burned. But all the cords with which they bound him were burned, while Abram remained and walked about in the fire. And Haran died when they had cast him into the fire, and he was burned to ashes, for his heart was not perfect with the Lord. And those men who cast him into the fire, the flame of the fire spread over them, and they were burned. And twelve men of them died. And Abram walked in the midst of the fire three days and three nights. And all the servants of the king saw him walking in the fire. And they came and told the king, saying, Behold, we have seen Abram walking about in the midst of the fire. And even the lower garments which are upon him are not burned. But the cord with which he was bound is burned. And when the king heard their words, his heart fainted, and he would not believe them. So he sent other faithful princes to see this matter. And we're going to break. <laughs> Alright, we'll be right back for final segment, everyone. Let's see what our time is here. I think I better stop and restart it. 